The year is 1877. The Dakota Territory is a grim and desolate place. But in the small town of Sweet Ravine, law and order rules. The keeper of that peace is the most feared gunslinger west of the Mississippi. Hold on to those ten-gallon hats as we present the adventures of Sheriff Rawhide Law. A dangerous criminal has come to the Dakota Territories from down south. As keeping the peace is her one and only vocation, Alex has formed a posse to round up the scoundrel. I ain't speaking to you. Well? There is no reply to that sentence that is in my best interest. I will either be met with stony silence, as you prove your point, or I will make a liar out of you, which will only anger you further. Now, why would I be angry with you? You're right. There is no reason. My mistake. Just how far do you want to push me on this? I agreed with you. About the wrong thing. All right, then I agree with you with the other thing. Which other thing? As soon as you tell me, I'll agree with it. Caleb! There is an old expression about walking a mile in another person's moccasins. May we give that a try? We are on horseback, and your feet are plumb huge. If you had moccasins, I could use them as a hat, but they'd be useless as footwear. Can we then give the spirit of the expression a try, as the logistics of the literal interpretation do not seem plausible? I'm going to recount the conversation we just had from my perspective. When I'm done, I would like you to do the same. In this manner, I hope we will both come to understand the other's point of view, on account of I have no idea what your point of view actually is. My point of view is reasonable and understandable by anyone with a lick of brains. Ain't that right, Martin? Martin? Sheriff? In this here posse, I volunteer to do any kind of dangerous and dead blunt stupid things you might order me to do to catch. What's that name again? Did I pick a ring? Whatever. My point is, is that getting involved in an argument between a married couple is both dangerous and dead blunt stupid, and it ain't gonna catch dead eye. I therefore decline to participate. You are a wise man, Martin Davis. Hmm? Now, as I recall. Oh, here we go again. As I recall. I mentioned that Mr. Green, who runs the stagecoach, mentioned to me that his company needed a reliable man to ride shotgun with him. I told him I couldn't consider such a thing without talking to my wife, which is what I started to do. You then tore into me with a series of invectives, only about three quarters of which I'm even familiar with. And I was in the Navy. Now, that was my perspective on the conversation. May I kindly request yours? Can you even shoot a shotgun? Can I shoot a shotgun? That was my question. I ain't never seen you shoot anything but those two Derringers. Actually, no, you've never seen me shoot those either. When you're in a room, there's not a lot of need for other people to even have firearms. Furthermore, you do realize you should have asked me this question before you handed me a shotgun and let me come along on the posse. Further, furthermore, may I remind you, I served in the war. Didn't you Navy boys usually go for cannons? Sheriff, what's that off to the east? Oh, that ain't nothing. Criminy, I don't know why we let women on a posse. Excuse me? No, I don't mean you, Sheriff. You're not a woman. You're the Sheriff. Alex, uh, you ain't allowed to shoot someone in your own posse. Says who? I'm reasonably certain there's a law written somewhere. Can you prove it? It just so happens I did not bring my law books with me. 
Not sure a lawyer's that much better than a woman. On the other hand, I don't imagine you'd mind if I shot him for you. Jody, I think you might have been missed here. Do you want to try again? I was asking what that was off to the east. That? Yes. But I'm no longer asking. I'm now telling you that's a group of riders heading our way. That doesn't strike me as a good sign. Cover. Everyone find some. Now. Eep. You ain't taking me in, Rawhide. Please tell me that's Deadeye Pickering and not some random other outlaw. I believe so, though I'm not sure exactly how that makes it better. Y'all right? Unhurt. Excuse me a moment. Darling, I think we're all undercover, but they've got the high ground. We're pretty pinned down at the moment. Do you have a plan here? One sec, sweetie pie. Sorry, had to take the shot while I had it. Horace! She shot Boris! Don't suppose you could do that again? Not from here. Am I the only one who understands what the term pinned down means? Got one! Now that was some nice shooting, Miss Jody. You do the fair sex right proud. Pappy's rifle and a steady hand develop pouring drinks. However, I'm officially out of targets I can reach from here. We need better positioning. Wait. Wait for what? Wait. Why does everyone keep telling me to wait? Where's, Where's Sam? Sam? Yeah! That fool's gonna get himself killed. Do not waste a good distraction. Move! Scatter, boys! Back to the hideout! Are we... At the risk of repeating myself, wait. Anyone hurt? Not me. Good here. Scraped knees, but I'm sound. Sam? I'm fine. Sam, so help me. Ain't nothing. You are bleeding from three places I can see. Yeah, just some scratches. I'll be fine. You're sure of that? I would know. Sheriff? Go ahead. Ow! You are not allowed to take stupid, stupid risks like that when you haven't paid your bar tab. Furthermore, you ain't fine. If you don't get those wounds bandaged up soon, you'll be needing a nice suit and a pine box, neither of which you can afford. Don't you ever, ever do something that blame boneheaded ever again, you plum fool. I need to bring her along more often. Um, hideout may have been a little on the optimistic side. Is it the hide or the out that bothers you? It's a shack. In which they are apparently hiding out. Well, yeah, but... When you work in law enforcement, you get used to particularly stupid people who think staying in the one structure for miles around with horse tracks leading directly to it is actually hiding. Don't let it throw you. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, Martin. We know exactly where they are. Unfortunately, they could make a run for it in almost any direction. Jody, you and Martin make your way around to the other side. If anyone makes a run for it... Stop them? Well, yes. What about me? Sam, you fired every shot in your pistol back at the ambush. How many times did you hit? Well, none. And how many bullets do you have left at the moment? I... Well, you see... Bullets are a mite expensive, and I just got this gun back from that time you confiscated it. So none? Yes. Well then, what exactly does it matter which way you go here? Well, 
I suppose. Oh, come on, you old coot. It'll be easier for me to keep you from doing something stupid if I can watch you. I suppose I should ask if you're speaking to me now. Does this seem like a good time to you? There are likely to be bullets flying in the near future, so yes. Well, I ain't speaking to you. Obviously. But if, just mind you, you were talking to me, would you tell me what has you so all founded upset? You want to go. Ah. So we understand each other. No, I understand you, but you do not understand me. You want to go. No. That is kind of what a stagecoach does. That is one of the things they do, yes. The other is to come back. But to come back, you first have to go. And I don't want you to go. And since I told you I would tell Mr. Green no, I won't be. But you wanted to be going. And I don't want you to want to go. Darling, I know how much you love being corrected, and I am aware of just how many bullets you packed for this trip. But in the interest of saving my marriage, let me explain to you that you are, in this one case in particular, completely wrong. May I borrow that scatter gun for just a moment, sweetie pie? I do not want to go. Yes. No. What I want is something to do. I get up in the morning, clean the house that neither of us does much but sleep in, and still have most of the morning left. You don't have enough land attached for so much as a garden, and neither one of us can cook. So those sort of things are not an option. Is playing cards such a hassle? I have played cards every day for the past three months. Sam and Slim, between them, owe me approximately the net worth of the entire town of Sweet Ravine, plus their first, second, and third unborn children. Playing cards is hours of my time wasted and nothing accomplished. I may as well be Sisyphus. For the record, I know who that is. Also for the record, the only thing that would surprise me is if you knew how to spell it. My point is that I want a reason to get up in the morning and stagecoach ride along was the first opportunity to present itself. You're saying... I'm not just saying. I'm emphatically insisting. I do not want to go away from you. I love you. Quite a bit, in fact. All right. We need to finish up here right quick. I'm going to need to get you home for some old-fashioned apologizing. Yours or mine? We'll figure it out together. Deadeye! I know you're in there. We see you there, Sheriff. Don't you come in any further. We ain't coming out. I'm going to suggest you rethink that. Why should we? Because if you're not out of that shack with your guns on the ground in front of you in the next 20 seconds, I chucked this here stick of dynamite. Any other stupid questions? How many times have you used that stick of dynamite? Oh, lucky here? Why, it's a family heirloom. Are you sure, sir? Please, keep calling me Martin, Caleb. And yes, I'm sure. I inherited this practice from my uncle, and he didn't so much keep the records as throw pieces of paper together randomly. You can work for me three days a week. The other days, you can take these here law books and study if you like. Not a whole lot of cases come to trial here, but I could always use an assistant. You sure the sheriff won't mind? Oh, don't worry about her, Martin. 
She's the one who suggested I come over here. Or maybe you should do some worrying. I should probably go check on that. Eep. Here ends the adventure of Sheriff Rawhide Law. But as you can see, more adventure is just around the corner. Tune in next time for more rip-roaring action. Alex was Jill Wenzel. Caleb was Dan Wenzel. Jody was Liz Music. Martin was Adam Gastongi. Deadeye was Andy Gastongi. And Sam was Rick Tennant. Music and sound effects by www.freesfx.co.uk and freesound.org. Cowboy Sting by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Tune in next time, partner.